0: Joint practices today between the Indianapolis Colts and Detroit Lions. We're going to talk about that. Matt Ryan, urgent at the age of 37, as you would expect. His career coming to a close at some point soon. He wants to win a championship, and he wants to do it as a member of the Indianapolis Colts. This is Optimism Wednesday. So we're going to talk about the chances of the Colts winning that elusive championship. They've won one, this entering their 39th year in existence here in Indianapolis. Jim Ursay wants another one. He's the one who's urgent, right? Jim Ursay's urgent. Jim Ursay tries to speak his hopes into reality. He does it all the time. He's able to do it with rock and roll memorabilia and sports memorabilia. Is he going to be able to do it with his football team for only the second time since the Colts came here in 1984? Yay. It's Optimism Wednesday. So, of course, they can. Let's go. Uh, Memorial Stadium, got some renovations coming, but don't get too excited about them. The Cubs, they win. The Sox, they win. The Sox, one game back. Two more games against the Astros and then a big weekend series against the Guardians up in Cleveland. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Remember it at BUSR. Every, depo- every initial deposit up to a thousand bucks, they double. You got two to play with. And if you deposit a thousand bucks, you get 25 casino chips. How about that? Click on the link in the description for this video and off you go. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive when hosting on Anchor. You can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all right uh smash the subscribe button, hit the like button. We're looking for three hundred likes. Let's get 300. Can we do it? If you're watching, hit the like button. It takes so little effort. It means so much. If you want to donate, donate. If you want to donate and ask a question, I'll answer it in real time. This is a live video. It's 7 what? 7.02 in the morning here in central Indiana. Love doing the videos, and I love it when it's cooperative. When you communicate and I answer, that's a lot of fun for me. All right, let's talk about this, uh, sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts, and their joint practices today and tomorrow against and with the Detroit Lions. Star power coming from Detroit. Are you kidding me? When you think of the Detroit Lions, who do you think of on that roster? Who do you think of first? My God, Jared Goff, Mike Brockers, right? Khalil Pimpleton. He's probably not going to make the roster, but his name is a lot of fun to say. DJ Chark. Aiden Hutchinson. Now, Aiden Hutchinson can really play, and so can Brockers, actually. T.J. Hawkinson, Charles Harris, who had seven and a half sacks last year. The Lions, let's face it, the Lions are backmarkers in the NFL. They always have been. They always will be. It's just the way it is. But they come into Grand Park, and they kind of give the Colts an opportunity to go to work against somebody else, somebody who schemes against them a little bit and, and throws different personnel at them. That allows guys like, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce and Paris Campbell to sharpen themselves against others. Jonathan Taylor, too, he's not going to play in the preseason, but he is going to play and practice, uh, at least practice against the Lions. So, what questions do we want to see answered given, again, that this is Optimism Wednesday between the Colts and the Lions? One of them can Michael Pittman beat double teams? Because Michael Pittman is going to face double teams. If opponents' defenses don't stack eight in the box against uh, Jonathan Taylor, two guys are going to be assigned to bracket Michael Pittman Jr. Because Alec Pierce has got to show that he can beat press coverage. If he beats press coverage, then you got to get a little bit more coy in your schematics against the Colts' uh, receiving core. Paris Campbell has got to beat his likelihood of injuries. That's what he's got to beat. If you get those three things, if Pittman can beat double teams, Pierce can beat Press, and Campbell can beat the injury bug that has bitten him his first three years with the Colts, you got something. If any of those things fall apart, we're going to have to talk about it on Thursday because we don't have Optimism Thursday. And whether you win in the NFL or not is determined in large part based upon your receiving core and the ability of the quarterback to get the ball to the receivers. Naheem Hines is a wild card in that whole schematic, right? In that formula, Naheem Hines is a guy who you can split out. You can line him up in the slot. You can put him in the backfield with Taylor. You can have Taylor and Hines on the field at the same time. You can do lots of things with Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines is going to be a guy who's going to get yak yards after the catch. And yards after the catch is where the Colts are going to have to live because Matt Ryan is not going to throw the ball downfield a lot. It's not that Matt Ryan can't throw the ball downfield. That's not the offense that Frank Reich is going to run. Frank Reich, as always, is going to run a ball-control offense. Last year, Carson Wentz kind of went rogue and threw the ball downfield over Frank Reich's objections and counsel to the contrary. This year, Matt Ryan is going to do what Matt Ryan is, has always done, feed tight ends, feed the backs, hit wide receivers when he has to, and move the ball down the field methodically. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to be a Katie Bar the Door Indianapolis Colts from 2004, Right? where Manning just reared back and let it fly, and you hope that Harrison or Wayne was going to be able to bust coverage and come down with the football. That's not what this is going to be. This It's not going to be dink and dunk, but it's going to be schemed in a way that guys get the ball in space and they're able to advance it. This is how Phillip Rivers wound up with the yards per attempt average of 7.7. Last year, Wentz 6.9. It would stand to reason that a quarterback who throws the ball farther, farther, has more air yards, is going to have a, a greater yards per attempt average than somebody who doesn't. But that's not the way this offense works, and it's not the way this offense will work. A lot of the offense is going to be generated after the ball hits the hands of the receivers. And that's the way it should be with this group. The level of talent that the Colts have... they go up and they'll fight the receivers. They'll go up and fight for contested balls and guys like Pittman, Pearson, Campbell will come down with them more often than not. One thing that Campbell's got to do, and we say it over and over again, he has got to value getting to the ground. He's going to have to burn, going to have to go full on Marvin Harrison because when he seeks contact, that is when he winds up getting hurt. Yesterday, Matt Ryan spoke to Sal Palantonio from ESPN, said there's urgency on this team. Everybody always says that. Look, I'm not going to get cynical about the comments of Matt Ryan to Sal Palantonio, but that's what leaders always say. There's urgency. we got to win, and we got to win now. Well, for Matt Ryan, they do have to win now. They didn't bring Matt Ryan in here so he could get a haircut. They brought Matt Ryan in here to try to give them the best chance to win a championship. Now, they're going up against teams with real quarterbacks, right? Matt Ryan, 37, his best days seem to be behind him. The last four years have been great for him. Does he have one more in him? Does he have two more in him? You know, can he compete with guys like Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, we can go on and on and on and on. Josh Allen, I didn't even mention. And I'm still missing one out west, right? Uh, Who'd I miss in in the AFC West? I I, I probably missed the best of them. However, Matt Ryan and the totality of what this team is, I think they got a shot. If you can get into the tournament, you got a chance. The Bengals showed that last year. Now the Bengals have the three wide receivers that you want, right? Guys like Chase, guys like Boyd, you know these guys are really, really good. Higgins, for goodness' sake, T. Higgins taking one pick prior to my uh, Michael Pittman. Pittman's got to show out this year. Campbell, Pierce, they got to get their jobs done. That tight end group has to, in the aggregate, be a 100 catch, one hundred catch, thousand yard group. Can they? We're gonna find out. Johnny Woods, Drew Ogletree, you know Moali Cox, Kylan Granson. Those are four really good weapons. We'll see if they can do it. Uh, the Colts last year, they were uh, in their losses. Five of them came against playoff teams. Three of them, non-playoff teams. You've got to be able to beat the teams that you should beat, and you've got to, if you lose to the teams you should lose to. That's life in the big city. If you lose to the Chiefs here, that's okay. But you cannot lose to the Texans and the Jaguars on the road in the first two games. You have got to beat the teams you're supposed to. So against teams who are supposed to beat you, sometimes you're going to take a loss. And that's just the way it is. Uh, Bernard Ryman was all smiles talking to the media yesterday about his first NFL game. He's a smiley guy. He is the antithesis of Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson, I've yet to see smile. This is his 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, fifth season for the Colts. i never seen him smile. Bernard Ryman, i never seen him not smile. Bernard Ryman, very, very happy as a guy who's playing in the NFL. Good for him. That's nice. Um, Indiana University, uh, in a board of trustees uh, minutes, They talked about the likelihood of allocating money toward a renovation of Memorial Stadium. So people get all excited, this according to the Bloomington Herald-Times. Don't get excited. Memorial Stadium, opened in 1960, plumbing, electrical, that stuff has got a, uh, they need infrastructure to be lifted, not the fan experience. They don't need that to be lifted. The fan experience is still better in the parking lot than it is in the stadium, so fans tend to stay in the parking lot. Maybe they should renovate the parking lot, although Fred Glass did that a few years ago. Indiana University is going to have to renovate its football program prior to renovating the stadium. uh, 52,000-seat capacity at Ohio State, you know what? They would double that. At Michigan, they double that. At Indiana, 52,000. You're still empty in the corners. You still have plenty of room, and that is likely to be the case this season as Indiana's coming off 0-9 last year in the Big Ten and 2-12 overall. Um, you got to figure out how to, man, that is the riddle of the Sphinx, right? Consistent winning in Bloomington. It's the Big Ten East. So you've got Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. Those four programs make it really, really tough. The good thing about USC and UCLA coming into the Big Ten in a couple of years, is that they're going to have to figure out how to redistribute the, uh, the divisions. And hopefully, all four of those teams don't follow Indiana someplace because it's hard to beat those four teams. Hard. Uh, Cubs, they won 7-5 to and 11 last night. I know, who cares? They beat the Washington Nationals, the worst matchup of the night. White Sox... But we still we still care about the Cubs, despite the fact that they have a trash ownership who, who does nothing but try to leverage dollars out of your wallet. That's what they do. That's what they taught Tom Ricketts at the University of Chicago in their MBA program. They didn't teach him how to win baseball championships. They taught him how to make money, and that's what he does. Uh, White Sox... They won 4-3 to three in a comeback against the Astros last night. It was Cease versus Verlander. Both gave up three runs earned. Um, you know what? Sox have won five straight. I've told you all year long what was going to happen. Sox are going to win that division. They got two more against the Astros at the old Comiskey Park, which is really the new Comiskey Park, but it's no longer called Comiskey Park, so we call it the old Comiskey Park. Then this weekend, they've got three against the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians in first place, Sox just a game back. Sox are going to win that division, and all the people who crapped all over Tony Larusa are going to regret that they did it. Because Tony, I don't care if he's 77, 47, 27, whatever. Tony Larusa is a really, really good baseball manager, and he's going to get the Sox playing well at the right time. And if you want to invest your money wisely, invest in the White Sox winning the World Series. I think they got a great chance to go to the World Series. The bloom is off the rose with the Yankees. The White Sox are going to be playing good baseball at the right time, and they've got a front end of that pitching rotation that has got to be respected. Much like the Washington Nationals a couple of years ago, that front end of the rotation, you don't need a back end of the rotation when you go to the playoffs. I think the Sox have got a good chance to go to the World Series. I don't know if they're going to win the World Series because the Dodgers are a damn juggernaut. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Another beautiful Wednesday. If you're not headed out to Grand Park today, what the hell are you doing? Tickets are free. Go online at Colts.com and get them. Joe Glover, happy birthday. David Menon, Tom Rust, happy birthday. The great Linda Ali celebrating a birthday. The great Dan Dockage celebrating a birthday. Are you kidding me? And when Dan Dockage celebrates a birthday on 107.5 The Fan, by God, you know it's a celebration. Let's go. Scott Sells, David Perlmutter, Happy birthday, and the great Deb is saying, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. I know Dan Dockich will. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. That's what you do. My Uncle Bob would have turned today, holy cow, 105. Uncle Bob would have been 105, just as cranky and loud as he always was if he was 105. God bless him, and his memory Have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Go Colts. Get out to practice and watch his team work. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?